0: The following episode of the SpongePod is brought to you by Bargain Mart. Now, Tim, do you remember the
1: last time you found a good bargain? A good bargain? Uh Probably at Target, because I go there okay. a lot. Target's known for their Bergens. The Bergens. Yeah. It's right up there on the, on the sign. What did you buy? Now I'm trying to remember. Uh, you, probably. So you're quick to say
0: Target, but you just don't remember the Morgen. That's it's true. Just such, you're just so used to Target providing those Bergens that,
1: um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably some pants. Okay. Perhaps. Pants. Sheep. Pants that are... Good bargain pants. Yeah, good bargain I, pants. My last
0: bargain, I was at the Sobro Vintage, uh, Vintage Store Mall Shop, and uh, <laughs> I found a dope Rodney Dangerfield pin. It was super cool. However, we haven't even checked out this really great place called the Bergen Mart. Uh, well, if you're looking for some pickles, some strawberry bubble gum, or even. Some giant TV screens. Um, make sure to check out the Bargain Mart. Um, this is this is you know appalling that we haven't been there yet. Um, I'm known for my bargain chirping. <laughs>
1: um, what what do you what do you think, Tim? What do you what would you want to buy uh, yeah. from the Bergen Mart? Um, I mean, strawberry bubble gum sounds really great. Yeah, I it love does. I love pickles. I mean, whatever. I imagine you are, a big,
0: you are a pickle boy.
1: I'm a pickle boy, yes, with an I. Yeah. B-O-I. Um yeah. I do wonder if if they have really fresh like seafood there. Or is that like sacrilegious to say?
0: Probably. I mean that would be cannibalism.
1: <laughs> you know. Yes, but not I, for me kind of if weird... I ate it.
0: Not for Tim, but Tim's not their normal audience, I guess. I don't know That's why we true. do this, this ad for our, our podcast. It makes sense why people aren't paying us to do um, ads. <laughs> anyway, uh, go check out Bergen Mart for all your Bergen needs. Oh! And welcome to the Spongebob, the official unofficial podcast of Spongebob Squarepants where we overanalyze every single episode and get down to the bikini bottom of your fan theories. I'm your host and in-house Spongebob expert, Eric. Are you ready, Tim? Hi, aye, aye, captain. Yes, yes. Here we are. Episode 15. Congratulations, friend. Yes,
1: congratulations on episode 15.
0: Yeah, a we've job. been doing this for a
1: while. A I gotta well say, done.
0: man, I'm kind of sleepy. I don't know. I don't know how you feel. Yeah, but maybe it's just the
1: 15 blues. You know, I'm just, I'm <laughs> just kind of sleepy. I don't know. We're hitting that, hitting that, that point in the. In the podcast, in the life of the podcast. Yeah. You know, it's slavery. a sleepy
0: spring, you know? Yes. Today is uh, April 7th, that is. Mm-hmm. Um, we are looking outside. Uh, the beautiful April 7th, Saturday. Beautiful day. But man, I just, I'm just sleepy. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Anyway, make sure to check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at The Sponge Pod. Uh, make sure to email us some questions at The Sponge pod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, like we said last episode. Uh, we're pretty desperate at this point. Um so so let us know what you think. Um so yeah, and then today we are talking about Sandy's Rocket. Um, a classic, classic episode, probably my favorite episode um of SpongeBob so far. I don't know what you think, Tim. Oh yeah. Um, this is a I love the well, there's a lot of paranoia in this episode, which I really yeah. enjoy. Yeah, the funny thing about this episode is it's like the most coherent one. You know what I mean? <laughs> it has yeah. the most story, and it goes somewhere, and it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And then afterwards, after we're done with uh, that that hard hitting over analysis, we will be uh, looking at a few Yahoo answers, trying to trying to clear up the clear up the world of SpongeBob for you guys uh, here on the SpongePod. Um, oh. Yeah, you know, Tim, I, I don't know what it is, but I'm just tired. Um, I, I'm thinking that. Uh, Uh, We've been working too hard. You know, I've been moving, Mm -hmm. um, you know, moving out of this classic, classic office that I've given you 15 sponge pods (laughs) in. It's really sad. I'm really, really upset about moving. Um, You know, I feel like uh, this is a legendary place where we started our podcast. You know, you've heard a lot of voices out of this microphone that I'm speaking in right now. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it's just not going to be the same. You know, not a lot of a lot of great memories have uh, have had. Um, here in uh, in the
1: office, right? What do you so? Uh, what do you think about putting a putting a plaque there when you guys leave? Like, yeah, starting maybe just leave behind a pond. plaque and and pray they don't, uh, you know,
0: charge us for <laughs> leaving behind trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just dig it right into the wall, a see what people fee. think. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I am sad that we're moving out of this uh, legendary, legendary office. Um, you know, I have all my books and and all my crannies here, um, <laughs> all the classic stuff from the sponge pods of the of the previous. Um, I don't know how much more I can try to make fun of the WTF Mark Maron's podcast. He he actually does it really well, so check out the <laughs> WTF Mark Maron's podcast. He's actually moving out of his garage. I'm trying to think of jokes, but it's not funny, and that's fine. I'm just <laughs> sleepy. And and just to remind you folks, we are going to take a few weeks off uh, from the Sponge Pod while I'm moving, uh, just to try to you know relax, refocus our minds, and we'll come back with another. 15 here in a few weeks uh we we don't we haven't locked down that date in particular but we are uh it'll be no longer than like five weeks or so so uh yeah let's jump right into the episode i don't know what you think tim yes definitely all right so in the first act uh spongebob runs over to scene St- okay so hold on i never uh, finished the i captain joke uh i can't <laughs> hear you i captain Wow, that was loud. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so in the first act, SpongeBob runs over to Sandy's house as a big spaceship emerges from the side of her bubble dome. Uh, SpongeBob, uh, you know, gets shown around the sh- ship while. Sandy kind of explains that she's currently planning a trip to the moon. SpongeBob resiliently tries to convince Sandy to let him join her on the mission. And after some great negotiating, she finally allows him to join, uh, showing him some of the moon trip equipment. SpongeBob notices a net gun that could be potentially used for capturing aliens. But Sandy lets, uh, SpongeBob know that aliens are not real. Uh, SpongeBob attempts to prove Sandy wrong with irrefutable evidence of alien life, uh, but she is just not having it. She instructs SpongeBob to go home and get a good night's sleep before their mission uh, to the moon. Uh, This was an interesting first act, obviously, so we see SpongeBob kind of negotiating really hard to get on the ship Mm -hmm. and then um, just kind of falling pretty short when uh, negotiating about aliens. <laughs> um, there was a lot, there was a lot here though. I mean, it's, it's really fun to see, um, you know, SpongeBob playing such a, he's kind of playing the heel here in different ways. Like he's not, <laughs> yeah. he's not necessarily like the, the smartest character in this regard. I guess mm. he really isn't always the smartest character, but, um, yeah, I had a few thoughts here. I mean, uh, would it, would the net retain like some of the water when they like bag some stuff? Cause they kind of show Sandy kind of shoots the net at like, uh, kelp. So if you shoot it at the moon in the moon, right, first off, the moon is dry. So you shoot it and it keeps the thing dry. And now they're going to bring it down under the water. Um, It's just kind of weird. You know what I mean? Like what? First and foremost, like, why is there a spaceship underwater? Like who invested (laughs) all that money um, to put a spaceship underwater? Like, and then on top of all that, all the stuff they're going to gather is just going to get all like salty and wet you know once they bring it back underwater it just seems
1: like a weird nasa mission you know yeah i was thinking about how like in this episode (laughs) like um sandy kind of scoops like elon musk like launching being an independent person and launching rockets into space by like 15 16 17 years basically yeah yeah
0: yeah this definitely feels very space sexy to like invest (laughs) in like technology that's like underwater and like ran by squirrels (laughs) you know it's like definitely definitely more space sexy than it is like nasa you know type i can't see this like making a congressional approval (laughs) right yeah
1: yeah did you find anything on this Uh, yeah, so I got a, I got a theory here from CryptoHuggler23star3 on Infowars.com says, This is corporate America once again trying to use children's shows to delegitimize the truth that alien life exists and has already been objectively proven. Once again, wow. the machine is forcing these lies on our youths to drive them away from the truth. Oh, wow. pretty Pretty strong statement there. Yeah. It's a pretty Um, strong assertion of truth. Um, (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah. 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 Now that is weird. I, you know, there's a lot of proof out there of aliens. I've seen a lot of it. I've watched those Netflix documentaries (laughs) and uh, you know, I think there's some, there's some viable evidence there. It kind of makes sense that aliens would exist. I mean, I don't necessarily think that the writers of SpongeBob are, you know, fully uh, trying to say anything about the existence of aliens, but um, I certainly,
1: you know, I, I think there's proof there. I think it's definitely a possibility. I don't know, like, <laughs> not to get too deep here on SpongeBob, but um, that's that's pretty much all we do. Pretty much all we, we just do. Just get deep. Excuse me. Yeah. So uh, I believe like the physicist Neil De- Neil deGrasse Tyson has some interesting things on this, where he kind of talks about how like. Yeah, there's probably aliens, but we probably they're in different form than we oh. would like know them as. And yeah. maybe they're if they're technologically I thought it was interesting. It was like they're if they're technologically advanced to get to Earth, they'll probably like get to Earth and then leave <laughs> because yeah. they're like, oh, look at this primitive society see, and just kick it out know, of there. Like, I don't mean to
0: throw shade at Neil deGrasse Tyson, but I'm kind of a skeptic of his. I get this idea mm. that like you could see a potato and say, "Well, well, maybe it's not a potato. You know, maybe it's a <laughs> maybe maybe it's a little planet, and there's an <laughs> organism that lives in that planet in the potato, and uh, from that potato we will." Uh, <laughs> The meaning of life, you know. I get that you can like be very charismatic and like thoughtful about like random stats, but let me just use this segment on the Spongebob to say, I ain't buying it, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I think some of your stats are really stupid. They tackle macro concepts from a micro perspective, right? So you 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 can't just give me stats of like 10 stars and say, Well, I think this is how the entire universe works. And uh this is is this a good Neil deGrasse Tyson yeah. impersonation? Your Neil deGrasse Tyson impersonation is top notch. Maybe I've seen too many of his videos and I just don't buy it. I, <laughs> I do not buy it, man. Every time he talks, I'm like, "Oh, cool." Neil deGrasse Tyson smoked some pot and you know looked at three <laughs> stats and thought, oh, let me let me just talk to you about your keys real quick." When you when you turn on your your uh, car, your ignition ignites, and if you think about it, this is a little mechanism, and you are a mechanism within a bigger mechanism, and you're like, "Okay, cool." I don't know. Maybe we've been a little bit too far on the Neil grass Tyson, bit. he does
1: have multiple doctorate degrees.
0: He does, but I mean, like,
1: who doesn't nowadays?
0: I guess neither of us. Neither do, of us do. <laughs> I still call BS. I think sometimes <laughs> on him. Anyway, um, in, in this in this segment, um, SpongeBob says, "Oh, she'll love me," and this is kind of referring to like Patrick, basically. Uh, kind of comes in on this proof that aliens exist and, and SpongeBob shoots, you know, they, they start collecting it later on in the episode. And uh, you know, th- this is kind of more of an instance where he's, he's kind of saying like, Sandy will love this, that we've found, you know, alien life on the moon. But the way he expresses it specifically is he says, ah, oh, she'll love me. And, mm-hmm. I thought that phrasing was very weird because as a writer, that kind of incites that, you know, there's a relationship there. I don't know what you think, but it seems like this, you know, so far in the first 15 episodes, like we've been indoctrinated with like, and that's probably not the (laughs) the right (laughs) word. I'm over here talking crap about Neil deGrasse Tyson (laughs) and I'm using bad words, um, in the midst (laughs) of the show, but, um, no, you know, we have been, we have been kind of, um, you know, uh, filled with like hints that there's a relationship there Mm -hmm. but there's no like story confirmation of this you know i don't know what you thought
1: yeah it's just it is very hinted at but it's it's very clear in this episode and others that like spongebob always wants to like impress sandy yeah and so i think there's definitely like a desire for some sort of relationship like on on spongebob's side at the least Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Well, anyway, before we talk our ears off about just one act this whole time, let's jump right into the (laughs) second act. Uh, Patrick gives SpongeBob a visit, gifting him some alien repellent in the process. Um, And Patrick expresses his dear concern that the repellent is needed. And the two choose to make a late night visit to the ship. Um, Patrick finds his way on the board and starts playing uh, with all the gear. Um, Eventually the two start the spaceship and lift off. After playing around with the zero gravity, the ship goes down for a lap around the moon and lands in Bikini Bottom. Uh, Both Spongebob and Patrick open the ship to find their hometown, which they think is the moon town. Oh, how our heroes are dearly mistaken. So uh, <laughs> just to let you in on the process, I actually was uh, filtering on um, a British guy and filtering on Neil deGrasse Tyson. These are filters that I have on my computer. Um, if you thought I was doing bad impersonations or good impersonations, blame the computer. Um, that was completely it. Anyway, what did you think about the
1: second act, uh, Tim? Did you you i will say first off that those impressions really threw me for a loop when i was listening to them
0: <laughs> yeah that that's kind of the that's the goal on podcast to kind of throw <laughs> your listeners you know completely
1: out of whatever you're doing speaking of throwing things for a loop this is kind of the <laughs> the the fan theory here uh Kyrie drew 392 on twitter says we only see the moon from one perspective is this proof that the writers of spongebob are advocating for the flat moon perspective So, you know, the flat moon perspective, similar to the flat Earth perspective, is that, you know, the the, that the moon is actually like one dimensional or that you can basically fall off the moon which we do see happen in this episode so yeah, it is yeah I um, I don't know I'm not as crazy about the flat
0: earth perspective or the flat moon perspective for, for that matter you know I think we have a lot of pictures and videos of that um, right. I'd be interested to see what uh, our friend Neil deGrasse Tyson has to think <laughs> since he's the voice he, he has multiple doctorates and he's the voice of truth <laughs> um, no I you know I, I just don't buy it and, and, and also I feel like That was a pretty recent. I I guess I don't really know much about these theories, but I feel like that was a pretty recent theory. Um, You know, do do you know much about that? Has that been around for a while? The Flat Earth Theory? Yeah. Well, I guess like obviously way back and I guess that was stupid, you know, way back yeah. before we, we understood, they understood, they thought that, but I yeah. guess like our legitimate conversation over the last, like this, like postmodern conversation, you know what I mean? Like, cause yeah. I feel like we pretty much proved it right like or proved it wrong. You know, that we proved You're it right, right yeah. that like, we have like a three dimensional planet. Mm-hmm. And then like, just recently I like, I don't think this was like a phenomenon in like the nineties. 80s. Was yeah. it, you know?
1: I, I think part of it is there's this weird notion. I mean, maybe not, but I would chalk a lot of it up to just the existence of the internet. Where, yeah. like, if there's one guy and he lives in the middle of Oklahoma and he's like, the earth is flat, his neighbor's like, cool, dude, you're an idiot. But if that guy yeah. could connect with another guy in like Miami, they can like form a consciousness of like, yeah, yeah flat earth sense. is definitely true. So, yeah. 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 um, So what I what
0: I kind of think of this is like, how much money do you think was blown on this trip? Because they just basically (laughs) go to the moon and then fly back. And it seems like like that's a lot of gas. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd imagine it's a lot of gas. I kind of budget for, you know, a certain amount of gas money. And I feel like she probably (laughs) didn't budget for them to just fly off to the moon all of a sudden. Yeah. You know?
1: Well and then they and then they fly to the moon multiple times in this episode.
0: Yeah, yeah like that that uh that rocket's pretty uh pretty, you know, truck full of gas. The other yeah. thing I thought is interesting how they're playing around with like zero gravity and mm-hmm. it takes them going to space for our underwater characters to experience zero gravity. Like I thought that was kind of a weird, you know, situation Situation, Because I, I guess you never see them really experience this, you know, underwater. Um, yeah. I just had a big yawn in the middle of that statement. But <laughs> I guess you never really see them experience this underwater. But you, you do see, you know, because they, they do kind of like attend, you know, they kind of um, tend to be more gravitational in their movement. Um, but obviously, if you jump in the water, like there's zero gravity underwater. So it's just kind of a strange situation,
1: I thought. Yeah, it's definitely true that like, you know, so there's the there's a the thing where like uh, Patrick and SpongeBob are floating around, and it's like you guys could just do that in your own homes, probably. Like exactly in exactly. the water. And, and so. fish
0: float. I mean, it's not like you <laughs> right. know, it's not like there's this like secret that like oh, you know, fish actually don't float. I don't know if you learned that from the SpongePod, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Ty- truth over here, uh, fish float. Uh, and with that in mind, uh, let's let's hear a word from our sponsor. friend uh can you please open the link that i sent to your phone earlier it's a youtube link i bought it <laughs> exclusively from palace of pranks it's their youtube it's a locked account uh you do have to buy this
1: uh tim oh, let me know okay. when you have it open yeah um, i got it right here i'm hitting connect oh what am i looking at here um, Oh, well, so you're from gonna- the-
0: Yeah explain it This is a podcast They can't see what you're seeing They
1: can't see it From the the, We can post this on the YouTube channel Sorry From the The title is A monkey On a goat On a cup On a tightrope Yeah So
0: And I'm looking at You kind of see this monkey Kind of walking the tightrope With Or sorry A goat A big goat A freaking huge goat Yeah it's like a ram A goat the size of me uh, walking a tie rope with all four hooves, and then if you fast forward it kindly to about uh, two forty, you see that the the small lady puts a cup on the tie rope, and then if you fast forward all the way to three oh five, this this goat puts all four feet on the on the cup, and then just starts to rotate around the cup. and then the monkey gets on the goat's head and does like some tricks
1: that's incredible
0: yeah that's ridiculous i'm happy that you enjoyed that uh (laughs) that that goof that we got from palace of pranks it's not exactly a prank
1: but it certainly kind (laughs) of makes you rethink what you're doing with your life right yeah like why am i not training rams (laughs) or goats to stand on cups with monkeys yeah. on them. <laughs> yeah, it's Why pretty am I awesome. Not doing that? All those PETA
0: people are going to uh, pull funding from our show. Uh, but make sure <laughs> to check out uh, the Palace of Pranks for all your pranking needs. Welcome back to the Um, uh, SpongePod. My voice is cracked, I think, on that. Uh, But we just don't (laughs) care anymore. We we only hear from, like, one of you. So uh, we do care. We do care. Make sure to check us out on uh, Facebook and Twitter, on YouTube. Uh, Anyway, let's get right back into the episode. Uh, Once arriving on what our heroes think to be the moon, they quickly suit up and begin exploring. Upon exploring the town, they find that they do... Uh, find what they believe to be aliens. They begin to bag these aliens to further Sandy's research, only to bag the entire town of Bikini Bottom in the process. They finally get to what appears to be a Sandy look-alike, only to bag her with the same tenacity of the rest of them. Um, and again, our our heroes do not think that they are in Bikini Bottom. They think they're on the moon. Uh, once the entire <laughs> town is captured, um, the two turn on each other um, um, having gone completely mad with their net power, um, our dear hero Patrick gets captured as SpongeBob loads the ship with his bountiful specimens of research, only to realize that this was actually Bikini Bottom that was captured. Uh, SpongeBob lands again back on the moon, and oh, the townspeople are mad at our dear SpongeBob. Um, Tim, what did you did you find anything on this on this uh, segment?
1: Yeah, this is from a, a guy who's got a real screen name that I really love. It's Ronald Raygun 2239 on Facebook says, since the ship broke down as it finally landed on the moon, one can only assume that all of the residents of Bikini Bottom are now the aliens on the moon. Oh, wow. Maybe this is proof that aliens aren't real and that they're actually fish mistakenly imported from the sea. Wow. Yeah. What do you think Which of that Which would sort of make
0: sense, you know, in Star Wars... Right. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That would, that was sort of, that would sort of make sense in that, that world. Um, I think that that's sort of, that's like the only, and it might be, you know, the last fan theory that we're going to cover for a little while. That actually might check out. I, I could dig <laughs> this idea that all the aliens, um, you know, cause aliens, it's very strange whenever we talk about aliens in real life, cause it's usually they have two arms and two legs, you know, and if we're going to mm-hmm. uh, yep. trust our buddy, uh, Neil deGrasse, Tice dog, <laughs> um, you know, we, aliens aren't, are going to have tentacles. So they're going to have like fish head, you know, fish mm-hmm. heads. Yeah. They're going to have like little fins and, um, you know, they're going to look a lot like, uh, that dude on, uh the 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 you know the water movie that we just won an oscar um the shape of water shape of water yeah Yeah. they're gonna look like look look a lot like fish boy you know Mm -hmm. um so i i don't know i i kind of dig
1: this theory i don't know what you think yeah i mean i think like there's the whole thing where like the the uh the bikini bottomites obviously don't breathe air and there's Truly. no air on the moon either. So yeah. I think they could they could live like that.
0: Yeah. I think it makes sense. I think it makes more sense than it doesn't, if that makes sense. <laughs> um. Yes. Yeah, I just want to first. I just also want to say this is definitely my favorite episode. I don't know what you thought of it, but it was just a funny, funny episode. I think it was just one of those classic, you know, SpongeBob moments. A classic episode uh, for the SpongePod for us to cover, and I think I think it was just very good.
1: Um, What did you? What did you think of this episode? Oh yeah, no, I really, I really love this one. I think as you mentioned at the top of the show, like it has that coherent, coherent. Coherent plot, which is yeah. nice. Yeah, um,
0: it's, it's nice that the story actually makes sense. That they go somewhere, and it makes yeah. sense, which is sad to say, but you know, it's it's truly uh something to to enjoy when it happens.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of like stupid in a sense, just in the sense of like Patrick and Patrick and SpongeBob are really stupid in this episode, but like in a yeah, really funny way. The bad characters,
0: they're the bad characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah and I think the last thing I want to mention Is that it's very strange Okay, So so once again Patrick calls Sandy Miss Alien Pants Like as a joke like they're definitely mm-hmm. Implying um, you know We need to get Neil deGrasse Tyson in on this To like see <laughs> if he can like come up with Some stats and some facts um, As to whether yeah. or not Spongebob And uh, and Patrick are Or are, are not Spongebob and Patrick but Spongebob And, and you know Sandy are, are A thing you know I feel Like his perspective would really lend it itself uh to some truth in the midst of all this uh weird chaos you know yeah yeah. Well, anyway, that's the episode. Um, we're going to jump right into our Yahoo answers from the experts. Uh, our first one. So the, the, so again, this is us reading some Yahoo answers uh, by no means copying uh, one of the most famous podcasts to ever exist. Um, so yeah, let's jump right into it. So this was a this was a, uh, a, a post from Tristan. He wrote, uh, why do people like SpongeBob so much? He writes, I honestly do not get it The show is offensive, stupid And disturbing Please tell me why you like Spongebob And don't say something like Because it's awesome or things like that <laughs> Tell me a real Tell me a real person why you like the show Um, so yeah I mean, like, wh- why do you like Spongebob,
1: Tim? Uh, cause it's awesome I'm drinking.
0: Uh- <laughs> he said specifically not to say that, okay
1: Yeah, i I will say like God, there are so many things. Like, I love SpongeBob's confidence in the face of adversity is really great. Like, yeah, I rewatched uh, Boating School recently, mm-hmm. and the whole thing where he like he like pedals on his on his like little bicycle and throws away his bicycle so confident that he's gonna like pass this test.
0: Yeah, it's real cocky. and just like.
1: Any any like adversity that Spongebob comes up against, he's like so ready for it. Mm-hmm. Um I love Spongebob and Patrick's like friendship relationship. Yeah. <laughs> like how A real they would bromance. Kind of, bromance, yeah. Kind yeah. of how they would basically do anything for each other. Yeah. I say I like SpongeBob because I think it is very
0: It is very well written. It's very funny and thoughtful. I -hmm. don't think it's offensive and disturbing. I think the show tries to be stupid, which is a which is a form of writing, I think, yeah. you know, you can't just be stupid and write like you have to you know, have some intentionality behind it. I mean, you can't be mm-hmm. stupid and write you know, to be perfectly honest, but I, I don't think that the type of humor in this is, uh, you know, accidentally stupid. I think they they did it on purpose and intentionally in yeah. certain ways. Um, so yeah, that's why that's why I like it, Tristan. I hope I hope that brings you uh, some some happiness in your life. <laughs> The some other piece. one, yeah, some piece about this 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 predicament. The other the <laughs> other problem, uh, the other answer that we have is from Patrick. He writes, I don't understand this joke from Spongebob. Um, so in this scene, basically, and he kind of he links to the scene. Um, basically, Spongebob and Patrick are sitting in a diner, and um basically Patrick has a problem and uh Patrick, you know, they're, they're trying to come up with a solution for this problem. And Patrick says, let's get naked. And then SpongeBob responds, no, let's save that for a time we uh, for for when we're selling real estate. And, uh, you know, and I, I guess here, uh, you know, uh, Tristan no, it's Patrick. No, we don't have a name for this individual. Anonymous wants to know, can someone Mm. explain this joke to me? So, again, um, they have a problem. Patrick says, let's get naked. And Spongebob responds by saying, no, let's save that for when we're selling real
1: estate. What do you think, Tim? I mean, I guess my first instinct is that it's very like, like it's like non sequitur humor where like Mm -hmm. the thing that someone says and then the response to it are like not. The same or like not related like mm-hmm. I, just, I just think like someone just like threw that out there and thought it would be like a funny joke yeah. that doesn't make any sense I think
0: for me it's like I, I think it's it's this idea that real estate agents are really desperate Yeah. Okay. And so they're like, they're they're just always trying to sell, sell, sell. And you know, obviously, when you're you're on a slump, you're you're doing whatever you can to sell. Um, Sometimes you you resort to getting naked. And I think he's (laughs) just saying that you don't want to go as far as you need to go on something as small of a task as whatever you know was in front of them. Um, You want to save those extreme measures for when you're you know as desperate in life as to sell real estate so i think that's what that's what it makes sense to me at
1: least i don't know if that, that, does that
0: does that kind of make sense as does, does that, that makes, check out?
1: i think that makes a lot of sense yeah yeah i don't know what patrick's situation is in uh this episode but it's probably be not praying that desperate i'll be praying for him yeah i'll be praying for him
0: yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, that was the SpongePod Hope you guys enjoyed the episode Again, we're going to take a few weeks off uh, Just to kind of get our minds straight I got to move some boxes from one place to another place And uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys in a bit um, Our data research today was by Neil deGrasse Tyson Our associate producer was Neil deGrasse Tyson Our creative producer is Neil deGrasse Tyson um, Our childcare producer is Christina Crosley Our office assistant is Zach Cooper Our audio engineer is Is Jessica Brummett on music by DJ Eugene, music and cover art by the man, the myth, the Milky, Michael G. Uh, make sure to check us out on Twitter and Facebook where we never post and on YouTube <laughs> at the SpongePod. Uh, make sure to shoot us an email or two or eight or five um, at TheSpongePod at gmail.com. Uh, this was a good episode. I'm happy that we got through 15. Um, here, here's to 15 more, friend. You know, I here's think this will a, work out.
1: Here's to at least 15
0: more. Yeah, yeah. Baby, you are going to... <gasps> <gasps> Oh man, you're gonna miss that plane uh, where you can watch Come all the SpongeBob on, that you can watch, man. I'm just really, you know, I'm just really sleepy. I don't know, man. Tim, how, how are you feeling
1: over there? What? Oh wow. Oh, sorry. I must have. I uh, must have dozed off.
0: Oh.